everything else dude to have shitty weather like come on yeah i know on top of this fucking you know epidemic going on (laughs) yeah like this but then you give us a like nice warm weather and then you take it away you give us cold weather it fucking snowed the other day like the the other morning it was snowing here dude and that was like come on man like just ding ding dude i give up you know (laughs) yeah i I heard the bell dude fuck yeah dude like, that shit sucks. I, dude, like, uh, I was like, man, on top of everything else, like, then there's global warming. Like, you know, like, that shit, you know, it, something's happening to the Earth. Uh, you know, whether or not you want to debate it, like, something's happening. You can't I don't know, deny man. it, dude. Uh, I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, it had a picture of Captain Planet on it. And they were like, hey, <laughs> where are you now? Yo. When we need the you the most. <laughs> what the fuck? Where is he, dude? He, he's, he's forsaken fucking, us. Yeah, he's fucking shacking it up with Gaia right now. Hey, man. Doing, I, I mean, I don't do- blame him. <laughs> he's not doing shit right now, man. Yeah, fucking. Gaia was like a black rogue, right? Yeah. Uh, fucking. It, it was a hot black rogue. Let's see. Captain Planet. He's your hero. What was the other thing? Gonna take pollution, pollution down, down to zero? zero yeah. <laughs> uh, that, where there are planeteers, you can be one too. Saving our planet is the thing to do. <laughs> to do. Yeah. yeah. Looting and polluting is not the way. Here comes... Uh, uh, here's something Captain Planet has to say. He's like, yeah, the power yeah. is yours. Oh, the yeah. power is yours. I know. <laughs> Dude, I always hated that fucking pig guy, dude. That fucking dude, garbage yeah, man. Uh, the garbage man pig guy. Yeah, it was gross, right? Like, you know, yeah, I don't know what it guy. was. I don't know what it was about cartoons back then. Like, it, there was a lot of, like, gross shit. Like, um, you look at, like, Krang from Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Like, he, uh, yeah. He, it was like some bubblegum spit in like a, a fat guy robot body. Yeah, I was going to say, he was like a piece of chewed gum. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But I think that goes back to ratings and how just the times are different. You know, like it's it's still crazy. Um, I know we spoke about it in a previous episode, but it's still crazy how just the ratings and demographics kind of changed you know like yeah like i didn't get a memo <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like as we grew up i guess like the world changed around us and no one told me yeah dude know? it was like you know like why can't we have like those kind of cartoons and those shows you know like for example like gremlins is pg you know like t- today mm-hmm. that movie would be pg-13 yeah it would be pg-13 you know? so yeah. it's uh it it's weird how that just happened and then how they just deem certain things more mature than others but then back in the day everything was fucking thrown at you <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean like like movies like the goonies the goonies is what pg right yeah the goonies uh, if if not g 
<laughs> yeah, like Goonies yeah. would definitely be PG thirteen. Yeah, like, Goonies. I, yeah, dude, absolutely, dude. There's a murder in there, right? There's yeah. a, a dead body in <laughs> the fucking the dead, closet, right? There's the dead body, dude. That like, evil grandma, bitch. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fuck dude. That it woman, would, she's evil. It would instantly be like a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, like, it's it's weird, man. It's uh. It's, it's something that always boggles my mind when I go yeah, back dude. and watch something. Yeah, even like even the 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 R rating gets thrown around a little too easily now. Like you know, you you have your big example with La Llorona. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> terrible. Um, but but it's like everything gets an R nowadays. When you're like, yeah, that didn't need to be an R. Like, yeah, uh, and it's weird how now it's like a a style thing now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's cool to have an R rating. Like I think a Joker's to blame for that. Um, and like Deadpool, right? Yeah, um, like Dead, Deadpool. Those movies was that were just yeah. fucking successful, like Deadpool, like yeah, for instance, is one of the first, I believe, right? Yeah. Like to just be totally radar, but totally kind of raking some money at the box office, and then it yeah, became okay, you know. Well, no, because what was Blade? Blade was R, right? Especially like Blade Trinity. I know because. That one has the cock juggling thunder cunt. Thing oh yeah, there. fucking Blade Trinity's whack. Um, it Blade whack, was but... R. Blade <laughs> was R, but I don't think it did the box office numbers that Deadpool did. Right. I feel like you're right that Deadpool is the first of like these like the costume superheroes. Yeah, because if you think about it, Blade came out like I know I saw it when it was on pay per view, like back in like '96 or some shit or '97. So it, uh, you know, it it probably it for sure did well for that time, but it didn't do as well um, as uh, compared to Deadpool being the nature of the box office. How like it you don't score much money if you're not a PG thirteen superhero movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like um, like I didn't even think Blade was a comic book movie at first. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, when I first saw it as a kid, like it was just kind of like, yo, this movie rules. You know? And then I was like, oh, it's a whole comic book thing. Like, oh, it's Marvel and all this shit. And, uh, but Deadpool, you're right. Deadpool is the first straight up one. Like, this is in the theaters. This is, you know, it's a rated R superhero. Blah, blah, blah. It's the rated it's R superstar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, then you got Joker. You're right. Now, now we're gonna start getting oh, and then uh, Harley Quinn. That was and, good though. Uh, I liked Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, I mean it's out on digital now. They uh, they it was good because it took advantage of the fact that it was R. It knew that hey, listen, like we don't. Uh, it's not every day you get an R rating for a comic book movie, so let's t- take advantage yeah. of it. Let's do the actual source material stuff, and you know, and keep the darkness that DC. Um, uh, always has. I think we, yeah. we spoke about it in depth too at one point where um, it was just, you know, you have to take advantage of your rating, you know? like Ex- Exactly. Yes. Uh, Yorona, for example, did not. You had this R rating where you can freely kill children all you want and, and it would have been great. <laughs> um, even though the story would have been trash, but at least you killed a bunch of kids, right? Yeah, um, like you, you got to make up for it somehow. Like if 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 you got the clearance to kill the kids, then you got to kill the kids. Like that's it's kind of the whole point of La Llorona, especially. Like I don't know, man. Rated R's just get thrown around too easily, but hopefully, like DC uses them right. Yeah, because you know, you know, Marvel. I mean, with Disney too. 
I know they were talking about doing another Deadpool, but like, I don't know if they're just gonna let Deadpool go R. Man, but you know, was not Disney. Um, episode twenty-seven <laughs> of the official Course Feed podcast, the Morgue. What's up, folks? Uh, as always, with me is uh, Mr. Nick Valdez of ComicBook.com. Howdy, Tex. Howdy, everybody. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind that face. Um, and uh, tonight uh, we're talking um, about some movies we saw recently. Yeah, uh, hope I you're, hope you're practicing that social distancing. I know, yeah. dude. It's funny because <laughs> the two movies that we're talking about tonight are I actually saw them in theaters before the whole shutdown happened. Yeah, um, and I was like, oh shit, I just made that cutoff. <laughs> you know, yeah, you want to? Well, do we want to talk about the shutdown first? Like, well, just- yeah, let's fuck it. Let's since we're talking about it and we're talking about movies in general. So you know, um, there's this thing called uh, you know a virus going around. Uh, a COVID nineteen yes. epidemic virus going around that has uh, pretty much shut down the world, um, um, yeah. especially here in uh, in the United States. They've uh, put some laws into place right now, or mm-hmm. just some actions into place to kind of you know shut down all non essential things. So all movie theaters are closed, all malls are closed, all shopping centers, everything that you don't need to live. Is pretty much fucking closed. So like everything that that's open is, for instance, like you know pharmacies and grocery stores and stuff like that, and gas mm-hmm. stations. Um, but that kind of put a big delay in a lot of things. Yeah, it, um, it took a huge chunk out of like. Well, I uh, for now like we'll we'll keep it light light because this shit can get heavy, but. Um, yeah, like, it, it took a big chunk out of the entertainment industry, Dude, especially. like, it stopped sports, right? Per- yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Right there in its tracks. Um, it also pushed back a lot of good movies that were going to come out this year. We're not going to get into everything, like you said, but let's just focus on these on the entertainment portion of things, right? So, mm-hmm. um, here in Corpse Street, as you guys know, you guys seen all the concerts I go to and stuff, so a lot of concerts are probably going to get pushed back this summer. Um, yeah. I'm glad I got my Soulfly in, my Cult of Luna in, right in the beginning of March before everything fucking went down, because that would have been a pain in the ass. Um, but now, like, I'm waiting to see what happens with my Guns N' Roses in June, and my, no, I'm Ugh. sorry, my Guns N' Roses in July, and my Slipknot in June, and my Deftones in June. So, oh, uh, no. I, yeah, I know, I, like, I'm just waiting for a big refund, at least. And then I got Ramstein in, um, in September, right? I have Lady Gaga in August as well in MetLife Stadium with my wife. So that should be fun if that ever fucking goes down. Dude, like, I'm like, yo, just give me back all that money I just fucking spent. Yo, word. Like, that's the silver lining of that, right? Right? I mean, oh, you dude, don't get to see the shows. I got Tenacious like- D in October. Ah, yes. man. Yes. Oh, that's, exactly. See, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I have a shit... My schedule's booked right now until pretty much right before Halloween, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> which yeah. Is, which is great. I'm like, shit, I have everything planned out. But, you know, it, it's a lot of it most likely will not happen. And if it does, yeah. I'm not sure if, if if it'll happen when the date is, you know, printed on that ticket. It, it could be postponed for later on. But, dude, yeah, concerts right now, shut down. Everything's shut down. Like we mentioned, movie theaters are shut down. So Hollywood has pretty much um, finally 
came to their senses, which it shows that they could have been doing it all along, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, feeding us um, on-demand movies that are in theaters. For instance, um, you can watch The Invisible Man right now on demand, mm-hmm. as well as um, The Hunt and and Emma. And I think there's another couple of movies. Onward came out like right away as well. Yeah, Onward. Um, uh, yeah, the, there's Bloodshot. There's a Yeah, Bloodshot. Virgin- Birds of Prey. Yeah. I think, what was the other one? I think Trolls 2 is coming. Yeah, Trolls or, 2 is coming out right like on April 10th, like right when it's supposed to come out in theaters. Yeah. Because I, I had tickets for that for my kids too, right? Because it looked like, you know, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the first Trolls, like, uh, it's a musical movie. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, like it's it's fine. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's not like, you know, it's it's fun you know I'm yeah. glad, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a fun little fucking movie it doesn't doesn't take itself seriously and i'm glad they didn't make the trolls with the gems in the stomachs and shit yeah word right they could have oh yeah, that could have been bad i could have been terrible remember that show there was, a, <laughs> yeah. there was a cartoon back in the day right yeah dude, where these was... trolls were just running around like rubbing each other's fucking gems <laughs> they're just little nude little bastards dude and <laughs> <laughs> like at least the new one like uh they're, they're not pretending like it's like uh you know it's just like oh these are just cute little cartoon things yeah. and you're yeah, like okay they had nothing like they were like smurf adjacent you know they, yeah word they tried to be the smurf so bad and their adventures always sucked and because yeah. <laughs> you know they, they were like not pretty either you know they were like yeah they, they're a little ugly little naked bastards yeah dude, fucking and... trolls <laughs> anyways like, it was a toy that made sense in the 80s i guess because everything was a little ugly adjacent in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> everything had a little bit of character you know <laughs> yeah i guess that's the right word to do it but no it's just it's ugly adjacent i'm gonna fucking say that everything like, was more fucking like curvy and shit and yeah bulked out you saw all the, all, all the action figures for example yeah, right. we're, dude, like <laughs> that's fucking great. We had, yo, we had great fucking toys back in the day, though, bro. That was the thing too. These the fucking had, kids got nothing. The eighties got good toys. Yo, yeah. we had fucking, we had action figures, my man. We'd fucking like have total fucking adventures and cops and robbers and shit and Batman suplexing other fucking like bad guys it's great but uh but yeah so back to the shutdown shit so Disney for instance um they're smart they're like we want a lot of money so um <laughs> they've they've pushed back all their movies Mulan got pushed back Black Widow mm-hmm. um uh what what else did they have coming out this year well that was that was that uh i think no, I think another notable one was uh, James Bond was the first one. Yeah, James Bond that. got pushed back. They were like, no, I, fuck it. It's only wants your money, you know? Yeah, and then um, what was the other one? Wonder Woman? Was Wonder the, Woman we, got, got pushed back pushed to, to August. Yeah, it's on my birthday that, that yeah. comes out. So and that's uh, James Wan's movie, right? Yeah, it, Malignant. It got fucking, uh, I don't know. It, I think it, they, it got put on the shelf. Its yeah. original date was given to Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, because that one obviously is gonna bring in the money for the studio. So, oh yeah, I'm curious when that new James Wan. We'll probably get it like in January or some shit. Um, and then uh, another cool one. Spiral that got, got on pushed show. back, right? Yes, yeah, Spiral. Uh, Saint Maud. Yeah, another, that was an interesting one. Yeah, dude, that got pushed back. Um, oh, A Quiet Place Two obviously was the first oh, one. Oh yeah, A Quiet Place Two. That was hurts, the first dude. one that just kind of like postponed their you know uh, debut. They were like, listen, we're gonna just you know 
d- debut this, you know, whenever it is that we can. Dude, oh, that one hurt. Yeah, that, that was that was gonna be good too. So you know, it pushed back a lot of good movies that uh, um, we were expecting. You know what? What? what is an upside hopefully we get a nice big cluster in the fall of oh, just yeah. fucking uh, tons of fucking movies bro yeah that's that's what i'm hoping too like i'm hoping as soon as theaters open like all these studios are gonna be like put this shit out yeah, there <laughs> i'm gonna fucking use that a-list uh, uh stubs membership that i have to fucking oh, to, to good use <laughs> absolutely i got the fucking the alamo pass nice like, very uh, nice and man i had it for like a week before all this shit shut down dude i'm so sad like, I that was like, man. <laughs> i saw it uh was it i saw invisible man with it so i was like at least my last good was like, invisible last... man right yeah yeah i was like at least i went out like if theaters you know cross their fingers like that they don't go away forever. I mean, who fucking knows, right? But, like... You know what? Like, speaking of Invisible Man, I know we spoke about it in the last episode, but... Yeah, but, um, but has it... You saw it again on we, digital, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> me and my wife got to watch it again. Um, and uh, it... What really, really stands out is Elizabeth Moss, man. It's funny, because when you we watch a movie that's really good, you're looking for things, you're looking for things, right? And, like, you keep trying to find things in the background, in the foreground, uh, like, clues and stuff like that. But then you always go back to, you know, like, Elizabeth Moss. She's just mm-hmm. really, really, really good in this movie. Um, and kind of gives the movie all the emotion that um it needed to kind of project that to the audience dude um, yeah I, so I was good. wondering i was wondering how it held up the second time around yeah like now that now that you know what's coming it's better like, it's better this time around um okay yeah it's uh because you know you know how much of a fucking asshole these fucking guys are right yeah. so like so you're seething more every time like they're on screen you're like oh these fucking guys right and then you kind of are rooting more it becomes more like an action movie a little bit right that mm-hmm. uh you're like um you know because you know where all the jumps are and all and stuff you know um it, it doesn't have that same effect with the jump scare stuff but i think it has the same effect in terms of just the quality of it um okay. it, it doesn't lose its luster like i think it got even better because you know exactly like how everything is like like for instance when the camera uses space you know to portray mm-hmm. that he's there and she knows he's there and, and she's just like staring at him you know like but she's staring at this space and the camera's staring back at the space and you see it as an audience uh, but then like as a first-time viewer you're kind of like oh you're kind of creeped out just just oh, expecting yeah, something to happen but yeah because you're like you're like, is he there? But yeah. now, now that you know, watching the second time, you know for sure you that know he's, he's like fucking there, right? Yeah. So you're like, holy shit! Like as you're staring and you're looking for like just a sign that he just kind of budges, but then like that suit is so, it's it's such a well designed kind of concept too, because uh, it's it's like this rubber suit, but with like a beehive 
um, like a honeycomb structure. Mm. And uh, it just looks good when she's peeling it off the mannequin. And those little cameras, dude, like, this is just awesome. Like, the suit looks even better the second time around because you get so, to appreciate it more because you understand what it is more. So you, you see how those little cameras are operating and those optics are going in and out and shit. And it's just like, wow, that's crazy how somebody could actually design that. And then the person who designed it is such an evil fucking bastard that you're like, damn. You know, that guy would have been, like, a really good fucking, like, monster, you know? Um, yeah. Because he's such, like, an evil dude. But it was really good. And Elizabeth Moth is just so good in this movie. I hope uh, she gets recognized. And, you know, there's not much competition right now, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Word. Because it's, like, it's the number one movie, like... In terms of like theater releases for me, yeah, and for you, I guess, like, yeah, ab- the other absolutely. <laughs> I mean, just critically as well. I think uh, um, it's been w- a very well received, which I'm really glad that happened. Um, which gives uh, the director more room to kind of play around in the future, which is dope. Because like, if he gave you this, like, man, that's awesome. Good job, man. Uh, and you know, like, what's even more in the those scenes where. They just kind of have their throat slit. You know, there's two of them. You know, the sister in the restaurant, mm-hmm. right? And then you have Adrian at the end, right? Like, the prosthetic that's used on the neck of Adrian at the end, as you see, like, the blood flowing out is just fucking great. Cause it's, oh, it's, yeah, and it's it's a slow cut. Too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And and the, the prosthetic and the practical effect is so subtle, but, like, it's so impactful. When you're just staring at it, it's like, holy shit, this is dope. Um, That's dope. Yeah, so the movie definitely holds up. Um, Let's see what happens down the line in the fall when hopefully we get more movies out. Oh, yeah, dude. Every week is good. Like, that's the silver lining. It's like if we hopefully if we all make it through and we wait long enough that like every week there's going to be like a banger coming out because it's just like, when can we fit it in? Hopefully. You know what? Hopefully. Hopefully they're bangers. (laughs) Well, that's true, right? Who knows? After all this waiting. I know. Imagine the disappointment. (laughs) After just be like, you know what, like, yo, what if a right. quiet place two is trash? Yeah, dude, exactly. Like a quiet place two, it's like, you know, it's like just Dwight, you know, yeah. quiet <laughs> on the screen, and Jim and, and Jim just laughing. Yeah, we're like, oh man, that's a quiet uh, place too. We're like, uh, imagine we waited for all that for just to see Dwight back on screen. Oh, um, but you know what? Let's see what happens with those movies, man. But those, I mean, but Invisible Man wasn't the last movie you saw in theaters. No, you got to see you got yes. to see the two we're talking about today. I got to yeah. see The Hunt and Bloodshot. Let's mm-hmm. talk about Bloodshot first because uh, why not? You know, just, yeah. just get it out of the way. It's the <laughs> yeah, lesser, um, a good of the two. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's the it's the one we should talk about first. You know, because it's like there's not a lot to say, but there is. Some stuff to say. Yeah, so Bloodshot is, um, it, like, it's funny. When you watch it, everything just seems so familiar, right? And, like, yeah, dude. Just, like, the plot and everything just feels so familiar. So it's like a soldier who dies in combat, and they reanimate him, and they pretty much make him do, like, he's, like, he, he, he does, like, hired killings. He's a contract killer pretty much for, like, yes. you know, this scientist, who wants to like eliminate all his competition who knows about his technology which is bloodshot let's just talk about what's awesome here it's the it's the fucking cgi so yeah. 
Bloodshot, um, what makes him Bloodshot and all superhero and shit is that um, when they reanimated him and his body, they filled his pretty much his blood are like little nanobots that are, are able to regenerate on impact. So they kind of put back together and so back together all his fucking like vital parts every time, you know, he gets shot. And Yeah, he gets sewn back together wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking death clock, dude. But Yeah, uh, I know. And <laughs> and the CGI is so good. Surprisingly it's good. good. It's uh, you know, it's when you see when you see how the movie begins, right? Where it's just Vin Diesel, he's like you said, he's a soldier and he it's so generic. Like it's so like 2010. It's like it's, it's so like, like Universal Soldier of Jays. Yeah, cuz <laughs> then you get this scene with like like the like the faux sex scene where we used to get in like those early movies too, like the in early the 90s. movies. Yeah, the 90s yeah. movies. Where it's Stallone like the- where you used to get like just like a glimpse of a side boob. Yeah, because like she, you know, because the his wife or his girl, I think it's his wife, right? I think it's yeah. his wife. Yeah, who's or like, like I don't know how they met though, because she's like English and yeah. he's been Diesel, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, what did you guys meet exactly? Yeah, but like she, like she's sitting so uncomfortably to, as to not show her front side to the camera. It's so weird, but it's it's that that kind of vibe. But then, like, you see all that, and then once you first see the CG, then it's, like, a completely different movie. It's like, oh, shit, like, oh, this is legit. It's a total sci-fi movie after that, pretty much. Yeah, because before that, you get this goofy, like, the guy dancing to, like, Psycho Killer and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, because you don't know what you're seeing, you know? Um, You don't know exactly what you're looking at. Yeah. And then, then, like, let's just say, it's, it's a... It's a superhero adjace, I guess, right? Because he, he finds out he's a contract killer. He, I, I guess, spoilers for Bloodshot. I, you're not going to see it. Let's be let's be honest, people at home. I mean, uh, and you know what? <laughs> They've probably seen it already by the time this comes out. Yeah, honestly. What else is that you these days, right? Yeah, fuck it. You probably saw Bloodshot. So he finds out he's being used by... Um, Fucking uh, Guy Pierce's character, which is which is a weird like that was a weirdly high like you know what I mean like it's it's high ranking actor for like this kind of movie. Yeah, but Guy Pierce makes these kinds of movies though. That's true. He does take um, a lot of these he checks. Pops up <laughs> in just random movies. Like who would have thought that he would have popped up in Alien uh, um um in Prometheus, right? Yeah, that's true. Right? You you're right. You're right. And, he does uh, take a lot of. Yeah. He popped up in fucking Iron Man three, um, which in, oh. in a shit role too. Honestly, yeah, they wasted him. Dude, yeah, they totally as, like, wasted the, him. The fire breathing fucking whatever he his thing yeah, was. The, the Project Extremis, which was pretty cool, yeah. a, a comic book storyline. Um, and then um, he does movies like Memento. <laughs> he does movies like Lockout. Have you seen Lockout? No, which one's that one? It's um, it's pretty much what it's Luke Besson. You know Luke Besson, right? Oh, okay. So yeah. it's the one that he got sued for for pretty much being um, Escape from New York kind of shit. Right. Um, okay. So it's uh, a a guy Pierce gets uh, you know blackmailed into going to a prison to break out the president's daughter, 
right? It's like a space oh, prison too. Yeah, yeah, I re- I remember that one then. Yeah, it was a uh, fun movie. I saw it. It was cool. Yeah, it, it's it's like Bloodshot. It's a movie like yes. It's it's a you know like exactly. I will say it's a it's a wait for it. Like if you you know I mean where else are you gonna see it right? <laughs> yeah, you, watch it at home. Yeah, yeah, just I mean there's nowhere else to see it anyway. So yeah, um, you better be staying at home, people. Yeah, because, like, um, I, I mean, because Bloodshot lucked out, let's just say that, cause with this, because, you know, they were like, oh, we're releasing it digitally early. But it's like, no, let's face it, you weren't going to make that money. Let, let's 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 be honest here. You know what, like, though? Like, like I said, the, the CGI was cool. Um, yeah, and then I like the appendages, like the, you know, like all the little, like, uh, cool upgrades. Uh, yeah, the soldiers I like... Got. I like that final fight scene too, because like uh, that cool like the elevator s- shaft scene where they all kind of fall down. I like yeah, that. That know? was because like the guy had the extra arms and he was kind of sliding down with them. That's cool. That guy it was, was cool. That guy was such a piece of shit too. Like well, yeah, it's like well, what was his problem? <laughs> like, like what's your that- deal, bro? Just, it's not his fault. You got just fucking robot legs, you know? Yeah, word. It's like, but that's the early two thousand shit, right? Where it's just like that guy, like that guy's a dick. That one's the hot lady. This guy's the English speaking scientist. Yeah, or it, it's the English accent scientist. Exactly. Like, it's, like, but then it, again, but then again, a Bloodshot is a very old school comic book. I mean, is, so is that I mean, that what it is? Right? Yeah. It's a comic. Yeah, yeah Bloodshot what? was around the fucking nineties. Okay. Yeah. So um, they definitely have the the essence of it in the movie. It's got the right vibe, I guess. It, it does. Like, you know. Uh, yeah. But you know. What do you think of Vin Diesel in this though? Because like he, there was one part where I fucking busted out laughing because he's like when uh so when when he gets woken up by Wiggins like yeah after he gets Wiggins down, was he, cool though I like Wiggins oh yeah yeah dope. and then when he gets woken up he's like I and I was like what I was like oh my god what part was that because he's like he saw his he said he saw his wife in a dream or some shit but he's like. I was like, what? No, yeah, like I was, I was fucking losing my mind. No, the part I almost lost it was when he he was talking to Guy Pierce's character. Oh, and, yeah, and, and then was, like when Guy Pierce like showed him that like it's all like a digital rendering, right? Yeah. And then he and, and, and then he was like, he's like, you don't know me, right? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's cute. He's trying to act right now. You know, you know, because he's with Guy Pierce, but, right? Yeah, he's- but I was like, I, I was like, I was like, bless his heart. You know, he's trying. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, because Guy Pierce is in front of him, and it's like Vin Diesel, Guy Pierce. Like, listen, yeah. Vin Diesel, you're cool and shit. I'm not, I'm not, you know, talking down about any of your work. You're awesome, but like, you know. Yeah, yeah, like I know you try to bring it, okay? Yeah, like he he has a lane, and we all know it. Yes, right? he, yeah, he has the mumble lane, the mumble talking. Like he says very little, but he's like the cool guy. He's and fucking. I get it. He's Groot, right? <laughs> so yeah, he, he's he's Groot. That that's the best way to yeah. put it. And uh, like. Like uh, you know, Vin Diesel has like a very specific string of action movies, and like. That brings me to a big question to you, Arturo. Like, do you consider Fast and Furious movies Vin Diesel movies? Well, like, when, well, like, yeah. Like, think about it. That's his Mission Impossible series, right? Ah, uh, okay. That's a good way to put it. Then, yeah. Like, he's the Ethan Hunt of that world. So Dominic Toretto, 
right is is is, <laughs> is equal to ethan hunt you know what i mean yeah um he's always getting into some shit he's always the central focus it could be all these supporting characters but it's always back down to fucking toretto right like always right in all the fucking movies and, right. and like i don't even like the early movies because like I, i'm not a car person right so it was all about cars and shit so like it, they totally lost me but it was all about fucking toretto at the end of the day it, 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 it was always about that last ride right one yeah. more ride right like it, it was always about him so it's definitely like vin diesel movies you know like think about it how crazy is it? Oh, that's another one that got delayed, right? The Fast and Furious Nine got postponed, right? Oh yeah, that one's gone, dude. Yeah, like so that, that's gonna cause, be because that one. That one's all China, and if China's down, like that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably coming out next year, maybe. Oh yeah, um, but like you know, he's that's his ninth movie, dude. Only Stallone has probably gone with a franchise that long, right? Well, no, because he he wasn't in part two. And he showed up for a cameo in part three. He and Paul Walker had the same amount of movies until, you know, until Walker's passing. And even then, Walker... So he wasn't in part two? No, no. Part two was Paul Walker. So, okay. The the reason I ask this is because, you know, Vin Diesel movies are very specific, right? You have the triple X. You have... Now you have Bloodshot. You have Last Witch Hunter. Yeah, because he's the action goon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Fast and Furious, it's, it, they're the Paul Walker movies. Because there's part one, there's two Fast and Furious, which yeah, is Paul Walker I mean, in Miami. I guess you can say Paul Walker, but I think, it, like, honestly, dude, it's all Toretto, bro. Like, but I'm just saying, that's my argument, because that's why 8 didn't work, because, you know, Paul Walker's gone. And that that was my big argument. For you it. know what, though? But th- this is what brings me to Bloodshot back again. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been Diesel trying to act, right? Word, word. Right? So that's why yeah. I kind of appreciate it because he's just trying. And I was like, oh, that's cute. I, you know what? Like, I like this action goon acting that he has, you know? Like, when he's uh, when he saw his son, like, in the glass mirror, he's like, that's my son, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then he yeah. gets like all like you know like a big gorilla, you know, with his chest puffed yeah. out out there. He's like my son, and I'm like, oh man, Vin Diesel, man, you're going for it, bro. You're going yeah. for it. I appreciate and, like, you. He he's always throwing himself into like wild ass stunts, or at least like so made me think of Bloodshot too. I was thinking that again, again, just like his his probably his his idol Tom Cruise, right? Always doing the action, you know, you know, all the action shots himself, bro. You're right. You're right. You know what? I'll I'll give you Diesel credit. He's he's goofy, but like, there's a reason he gets movies, right? Dude, there's a reason why we're still talking about Vin Diesel, (laughs) right? Yeah, that's true. I wish he would have taken the Riddick thing further. You know, I don't know how that. I don't know what happened because I definitely thought. It had legs, but I guess it was just, you know, the, the cult status, you know, the underground shit. Yeah, um, you think it's because that other one fell apart? That, what was it, part three? You think because part three, well, like, Well, was part three like, took forever to come out, right? Yeah. And then, like, it was more like a passion project at that point. Yeah. He, because he, he was doing the status like, oh, you know, it's rated R and blah, blah, blah. But, it, you know, I, I honestly forgot what happened in part three. I, I think Batista's in it. Yeah, and fucking it, it, as Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica's in it. Dude, okay, sack off. It's because it, it follows part two, and part two is so good. Like in terms of like part just, two is awesome. It, 
in terms of nailing that goofy Vin Diesel shit, where it's like he he's perfectly like in his element there. Yeah, and, but like, you know what though? Like that's right. You are right. It, it did follow part two where. Um, yeah, because they got Carl Urban back, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was about him trying to become, you know, the main a fucking necromonger or whatever, right? It was some shit. Yeah, like that. it's uh, like it's because it peaked, right? Like it has to. I mean, honestly, like it, it was it. That's why it probably took forever to come out because they couldn't come up with a good story, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because you left it after part two, after the Chronicles of Riddick at the end, you left him like on the throne of this mm-hmm. like crazy necromonger society you know and he was like the head of it and that's kind of how the movie ended remember yeah Uh, and then you had so many questions it was like it was like a conan situation where the end of the movie kind of like raised more questions about what happens next you know Um, you're right so like we didn't we we wanted another one but i guess we didn't want that specific adventure uh we probably wanted more uh, like along the lines of Pitch Black, just like a solo, like Riddick kind of on the run kind of adventure more than anything else. Damn, Pitch Black was so good Pitch too. Black was like, fucking great. Like out of nowhere, Dude, Pitch Black was Totally, good. totally yeah. underrated. And just the design of the monsters of, of the alien, let's just say. Like that's that was good. It was like the hammerhead shark kind of design. It was dope. Yeah, what a what a cool idea too. Yeah. Like, and then a cool name, like, ah, oh, you know what? Okay, credit to Vin Diesel. Bloodshot. See it if you haven't seen it by now. You what else are you doing? Vin You're- Diesel is to Tom Cruise <laughs> as Bloodshot is to Mission Impossible. I mean, as as Fast and Furious is to Mission Impossible. All right, I I yeah. agree. I'll agree here. But yeah, but what Bloodshot, else are you gonna see? But Bloodshot was fun though. Go watch Bloodshot. I mean, again, what else do you guys got to do? Go watch Vin Diesel. Fucking, you don't know me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like I'll be honest. To me, it was kind of boring for like Dude, the first like you know what's thirty funny? minutes like, or so. It's, it seemed like he was Dominic Toretto again, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was Dominic Toretto with superpowers. Like yeah, the movie kind of felt like a Fast and Furious movie, though, a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Once, like I said, once the elevator shit started happening, I and think it got me. Yeah, got me thinking about Fast and Furious. I dude. think that's yeah. why I was into it. I'm like, oh shit, where's the rest of the gang? You know, <laughs> <laughs> when, right? When was Luda gonna fucking pop up and be like, yo? <laughs> I thought, man, it's like, yo, I doing? cracked the code, bro. Yeah, I cracked the code of these fucking <laughs> nanobots, bro. Yeah, uh. and, then, and then fucking Tyree shows up crying, right? <laughs> because that's what he does. Yeah, he's like, why would you do this to me? <laughs> oh, man. Yo, oh man, Tyrese. He got so upset that they did Hobbs and Shaw. Like, it was crazy. Like, Vin Diesel didn't even get that upset. But then again, like, he and The Rock, like, reportedly had troubles on set. So. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was I the wonder, whole thing. Like, I wonder what kind of trouble, you know? It, like, it's probably, it, you know what? It's probably big, big action star stuff. Because, like,. You know, The Rock is, like, The Rock is one of the biggest stars ever, but, like, Vin Diesel, like, that's his franchise. Like, you're saying he's the Tom Cruise, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, like, like The Rock seems to be such, like, an easygoing kind of dude in terms of what he's doing, you know what I mean? That's true, yeah, you can't, you can't really fake because that. Because he, he knows it's a supporting role. He he knows yeah. he, he's not Fast and Furious, you know? 
Yeah. But it just then, listen. That's their fault for casting the Rock and Jason Statham. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that's true. You, you yeah. knew what you were getting into when you actually had these fucking top A listers in the movie with you guys, with a bunch of B listers, bro. And Vin Diesel yeah. is fucking is 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 kind of you know is is in that B list, but the top of the B list, you know? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he's the top of the B list. Yeah, like, dude. You're like right. you're right. You know, he's not down there with the other guys, but you know. Fast and Furious is full of B-listers, and Vin Diesel is just on <laughs> top of it. You're right. <laughs> you know? You're uh, right. You're, you're right. That's yeah. one of the differences, though. Mission Impossible is full of A-listers, right? Yeah. You have Simon Pegg on there. You have fucking uh, – you got uh, my man um, – what's his fucking name? Mr. Arby's. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Holiday Heart, bro. Fucking Ving Rames. Ving, oh, dude, Holiday Yeah, you had Heart. Ving Rames. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have the beats. Like, yeah. You have a fucking Rebecca uh, Hall, is it? Rebecca Hall's in it. Yeah, but like, you're right. Once you say Tom Cruise, that kind of ends the conversation. Though, Philip right? Seymour Hoffman just... was a bad guy. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. He was really good in, in that role, too. He was such a fucking asshole in that role. He was so dude, good. Uh, Owen Davian, I think, was, that was his name. Dude, because it, it sucks that we lost Philip Seymour Hoffman because he would have been a good choice for like the Penguin or something. Like, if you were going to do, Word. like, you, now that we're casting all these fucking big actual actors in Batman and shit, like, or he probably would have been a good Joker, to be honest. Dude, you know what, too, with Mission Impossible, they had good directors, though. Yeah, yeah, you had, what was it, you had Brad Bird. Brad Bird, um, you had J.J. Abrams, right? Yeah, yeah. Which redeemed the series, honestly, because part two was fucking trash. Yeah, part three saved it. It took it in a new direction. Yeah, because part two right. was what, John Woo, I think, right? Yes, it was all this stupid action. It was it was trash, and and part three like made it a legitimate action like like thriller spy. Yeah, shit, dude, it brought it back to like theatrical action, like green light, big green light. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, it brought dude. it back to like this big like big stupid action, but big like you know. Now we have what was it? What was the last one? It was like Fallout? Did you um, see Fallout? Yes, I haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it, but it, it's now on Prime. And yeah. I am gonna watch that shit, dude. That. I definitely recommend it. I was like, "That's edge on your seat" kind of stuff. I That's love awesome. that movie. Yeah, especially oh, you got Henry Cavill. I in know now. you got the Witcher. You got Superman in there, dude. Oh, yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Like you know, Vin Diesel um has the same thing. You know, uh, yeah. I just uh, I I don't know, I. I wouldn't expect him and The Rock to have beef, but I thought they'd be kind of, you know, with it, but whatever. Yeah, I mean... It's just jealous, I guess. You know, it's like... (laughs) It's like, welcome to the B-list party, man. And The Rock's like, yeah, buddy, whatever. You know, what's my lines? You know, what what are we doing here? The Rock was like, okay, I'm here to say some stuff to go get paid by Disney and and Warner Brothers. It's like, it doesn't matter what you're saying, Vin Diesel. (laughs) Because he's he's like in Disney movies, and then he's also gonna be like Black Adam, like like not even Shazam. I like know. In, a, in a Shazam movie, he's gonna be like the Shazam villain, like in his own movie. Because he's, he's the rock. smart though, because he backed out when Shazam started looking a little sketch, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when it was actually really good, he was like, "Oh no, yeah, I'm gone. I'm back in hundred yeah. percent." And they were like, he was like, make my own, like, give me my own movie. And they were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, The Rock wants his own movie, especially if he looks like Black Adam. Oh, dude. And if he's, like, all he has to do is turn that little dial a little bit and be a little intense. Yeah. Like, and we haven't seen that side of him yet. 
if he can be like if he can be intense in a movie and not like have his natural like you know, he's his natural like charismatic shit yeah i know his natural fucking maui shit right yeah like he's gotta stop being so friendly and then i feel like it could work like and once he pulls that trigger it's it's done it's a done deal we're we're done uh <laughs> oh, man speaking of pulling the trigger um, oh yeah nice <laughs> another movie that i was able to see before the major shutdown of all american movie theaters um the hunt the movie that was supposed to come out in september of 2019 yeah. finally came out in fucking march of 2020 like two weeks before not, not even two weeks a week not even a week Fucking, it was like the week of yeah dude. the you, week yeah. of the shutdown what terrible timing again right like yeah. oh man, I was I felt so bad for them. That's why I I was really glad that they released it on VOD because I was like, damn, you got the worst fucking timing. Absolutely, you should have released it in September. You shouldn't have been so fucking soft about your shit. So let's talk about this movie, man. I know you saw it. This is a spoiler. Uh, we're gonna get into it spoilerifically. Oh yeah, right. Definitely. So because because uh, there's really only one way to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's really. just like going digging into it because like right off the bat. It's it's like so the whole the whole reason it got delayed in the first place is because you know the the main I guess the central premise is like these liberal elite types are hunting like the like the the rednecks you know the rednecks and the the, red state folk yeah exactly so it's like the reverse purge idea yes you know pretty much that's what it is um but uh, their whole thing is that they they collect. 13 people, random people, um, will get into the whole reasoning behind it, which kind of a little bit it bogs it down, in, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it's not like, you know... It's, like, there's there's a flashback to it explaining why like yeah. why these people were chosen. It, and it's not necessary at all. No, it really it's... it's uh, also, it's not, it, it's not a recurring thing. Like, it's not like a purge thing, which happens every year, you know? Um, it... They made it seem like it was something like that, but yeah, uh, and it, this is just like the first time they do it. Like yeah. this is just like this okay. is the yeah. All right, so let's just get into it. Fuck it, because it's, it's, it's the only way. It's the only way to probably talk about it. So in the hunt, um, what happens is a bunch of kind of like liberals, you know, you know, executives get outed in, in text messages, right? Um, yes, and they're and they're outed as saying, oh. Um, we're gonna um, hunt some people or something. I forget. Exactly we're gonna, the yeah. It's uh, they. So in a text chain, they're like, we're gonna. I can't wait to kill these deplorables. Yeah, deplorables. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, because deplorables is a very politically charged word now. You know, because the whole thing. Yeah. And this gets out, and so the whole thing is the liberals decide to make this a reality because it's like this whole scandal. Yeah, and, so th- so that whole scandal cost them their jobs, right? Yes. So now they're like on a hunt, like who is saying like all this bullshit about us online, and they find the people who like the main offenders of who's talking shit um, about the whole scandal, um, and that's how they choose their victims. Um, it's uh, and they weren't even doing it, which is yeah. like, which is like it was it was a little weird to kind of yeah. like. Yeah, because that's what's explained in the flashback. Yeah, like, that's where it kind of ruins it. You're right, because, you know, you didn't have to explain that this game wasn't happening before. You know, because you kind of get that. Like, because all... So the whole thing is, you know, these people are dropped in, like, a forest. 
and they're dropped in like this backyard of a house, essentially. And you know, there's a crate full of weapons. It's the death game. It's yeah. the normal death game setup. It's your it's your Hunger Games, your battle royale kind of thing. And you know, these people are just hunting down like the the right wingers who who are like, oh, stand your ground. I own twenty guns. Blah blah blah. And there's a lot of good fake outs. Like uh, yeah, because Emma Roberts is in it. Like Baron Holtz. Like, I like how she dies like pretty much oh, yeah. right away. That's great. And you know, because it starts off like focused on her for like the first like um, I guess like ten minutes of like the actual game. And you know, there's and then there's another guy who seems like he might be the main character. Then he dies too. Yeah. And like there's a lot of cool stuff like that. But um, so the whole thing is they they kidnap someone uh, who Betty Gilpin's character from or Betty Gilpin from Glow. If you haven't Glow, seen Glow, yeah. check. Yeah, Glow's great. But she she's like this army vet, and like you know, there's this weird thing about whether or not she's actually like this right wing lady they say she is. I I don't know. What do you think about that? Um, that was that's the weird thing about it. Yeah, it was a little like it was a little much. Right? Yeah, little... it was. But I mean, it has to be her because they have the same like work shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But I just think they didn't know exactly what her background was, you know? Right. Um, so they kind of kidnapped a fucking commando, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and she kicks a bunch of ass in the movie, which is great. But, like, one thing I didn't really, like, enjoy was she was good in the movie Gilpin, but it was just her, some of her mannerisms were a little off because I didn't know what, you know, what she was getting at. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the the whole movie is like this very heightened tone. Like it, it like the important thing to say is like it's doing all this po- like they're saying all this political shit, but it's also very tongue in cheek. Like it's super super tongue in cheek. Yeah, where it's like to the point where like the liberal dialogue is a little bit annoying. Yeah, it's yeah. very like oh okay I get it you know we're fucking liberals I get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, of course, you have the right wing people saying the same kind of annoying shit where it's like, okay, we get it. You know, you you love guns, blah, blah, blah. And it's and so you have her like her adding her little mannerisms on top of that, where she's like she gives little like little facial expressions here and there and like the way she fights and like it's it's a little goofy. Yeah, but it's it's confusing though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a confusing goofiness because right? I was yeah. like, what what's her deal? You know? Yes, yes. Like, is she kind of like off or something? Is she you know in the spectrum or something? Like, what's going on with her character? Um, right, because she just seemed off from the start like like everyone's around her like all the there was a lot of characters though so like they did a good job of kind of just dwindling the numbers to make it easier on themselves kind of early you know um, yeah and it was very it was very smart in following like certain chunks of them too before yeah. actually like getting into the main story like yeah. um it, it's kind of anchored by like the name actors you have like the the Emma Roberts starting us off then you have that other guy uh, I forget where he's from uh, the guy who ends up shooting, like he shot the rhino, and that's why they picked him or some shit. Um, yeah, the guy who who steps on the landmine. I f- I forget where he's from, but he's a recognizable guy too. And, and you have Dennis, like, right? You have Dennis. 
oh yo that was it that's <laughs> a good Dennis. choice like that was like that's the thing too he gets like a an unceremonious death too and like i was like oh you got dennis and it was like and then you kill him off mad like mad quick too yeah. like but um yeah and then the liberals are like part of like their their acting like they're they're that was the whole thing too that they're acting in this game to like make it fair or like make it more of a game out of it like yeah it's, so it's really it's, like it's uh it's a whole scenario these people did yeah. so so they yeah they pretty much these rich people just like have some land and then it was in europe or something right yeah it was like in croatia yeah so they have Spanish. some land and they made like a little kind of uh a simulation game or something with these people because they had um act you know like actors and stuff and they knew everything that was going on so everything was like all put in place um and then they had like a little bunker where they hid out and they were just shooting down people they had drones flying around it, it was cool because i kind of liked how quick the pace was oh um, yeah it gets it gets right into it yeah right. like i i definitely dug it because i wasn't digging you know the tone at first you know what i mean um, um yeah. i wasn't into it like that but then i'm but then they started killing i was like oh okay yeah, like, uh, the the first death, like, sets this up, right? It, like, it sets you up for the kind of tone it's going to be. Yeah. Where, you know, the guy's eye is gouged out with the, the heel. But then, you know, there's... it's Then you see the eye and all the fucking goop with it, you know? like Yeah. like But, like, you don't... Like, it was cool because you didn't expect that to happen. Yeah, right? it's... Yeah, uh, there's a lot of unexpected gore in this. Yeah, yeah, a lot of unexpected gore in it. Like, I like the gore in it. Um, yeah, that it kept me in the movie. Honestly, Absolutely. Um, the kills, like to see what happens next, um, it definitely kept me in this story. And I liked how they just just kept it going because they knew they didn't have much, so they just kept it going. They kept it going, um, and it was decent. Um, I, I like the payoff though, right? Oh yeah, because like this this politics shit, it runs thin. I think that's honestly like the weakest part of it, which is which sucks because that's the whole thing, right? Like yeah. it's a it's a political satire bullshit or whatever, and that's that's where the weakest part of the scripts come in. Yeah, exactly. And, but then and then but you have the payoff, which is Hillary Swank when she's finally thrown into the movie completely. And then, first of all, you remember how good she is, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, holy shit, Oscar winner Hillary Swank. Yeah, Million we're, dollar baby, hello. Yeah, you know? and, like, you can, like, you can 100% tell she, like, loved this. Like, she was in love with this, and I loved seeing her, like, in love with all this, like, the shit she sang. And, you know, and her and Betty Gilpin fight off at the end. And it's such, like, a... Yeah, that was a good fight, man. It's a good fight too. It's a good little like speech before that too. And I hear like Betty Gilpin's character be like, "Yeah, I hate to interrupt your grilled cheese speech," you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah," because when they're playing off each other, it gets really good. And the fight, yeah, you're right, man. That fight is good. It's very smart. It's very dude. Like, they beat the shit out of each other too, man. Yeah, yeah. There's that a was lot the of best uh, part about it. Um, it reminded me of like um just um kind of like these raw fights like for example like you get like in pineapple express you know the fight between oh, seth yeah. rogan and fucking danny mcbride it's like you, this kind right. of yeah. raw kind of fight where they use everything around them just to kind of beat the shit out of each other you know yeah um and uh there's there's some other examples i can't think of it right now but it was just very 
like very real, you know, very kind of like well choreographed and well thought out, you know, it wasn't like extreme shit, you know? Yeah. Like I, I always think you're right. I think the pineapple express, uh, neighbors also had a good example of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where it's like, it's very awkward, real fighting. Yeah, and this one, it's a little more, cl- like, clean, you know, because Hillary Swank's, like, trained, like, she's been training for, like, three months or but something. But that's that good said. that they actually explained that, too, you know, because how do, yeah. you, how do you expect her to, to kind of face this commando chick, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then, like, they, they throw a lot of real shit in there with the, the shit they use around them. Like, um, one of my, one of my, the, one of my favorite parts of that fight is when, uh, she's gonna throw Hillary Swank into the door and she's like, it's locks. And then she goes and opens it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they move the fight, like, or, or, you know, they take the break when they fall out the window for a second. Like, it's, it's good shit. Yeah, like, it's, it's good. good, like, good use of space. Like it's good use of like uh, like when uh, when she like she climbs the rope and tries to swing, but then it breaks. Yeah, that was good. I like that. And then I, I like the also the fucking the blender blade. Oh, uh, the final kill, dude. Yeah, the like, final kill is fucking great. That's so good that she does the hug on her. Yeah, to fucking stab it in and then remove it out of her. It's uh, yeah, like that's smart shit. And, and then you're she right. steals the plane, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good shit, man. Like, and also we need like it reminded me of Ready or Not's ending, where it's like just yeah. the, the woman's just kind of tired of it, and she's like, "We need, we need more of these. I need to see more women kicking ass in horror again." Seeing that and seeing the haunt, and like I guess kind of Black Christmas was trying to do that, but like but it uh, failed miserably. It, it did fail, big dude. time. Yeah, because, you know, there just wasn't enough violence. Like, I guess, you know, you got to learn something from the hunt. And, and ready or not, you just got to, these women got to go through it. Like, you can't, you can't pretend like it's, you, you like you said, uh, we said in the last episode where you, you say all the time where it's like, you have to take these lumps. Dude, you have to, man. It's just part of the story, dude. It's part of the show, man. Everybody's got to do their part. You know? Yeah, and and that's why that final fight works because she doesn't take any real lumps until that final fight, dude. She gets her ass beat in that final fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, Hillary Swank got that million dollar baby moves coming out. <laughs> Yo, <right, dude. laughs> she she was so million dollar baby in that shit. Dude. And she remembers her training before she was paralyzed. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what a good movie. Dude, though, man, man, that would hurt, man. What a good... F- that's another... Man, That that's the thing, man, watching The Hunt. I was like, man, I love Hillary Swank. The first Karate Kid, right? No, 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 that was uh, the next Karate Kid. Yeah, she was in part... Uh, you no, know, it was next, right? It yeah. wasn't part two. It was like the part the, four or some shit. Was it part four? No, I think it was part three, right? Because Machio only did two, right? Oh, did he? Shit, I don't know. I think so, because then after that, you had the resurgence coming back as the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. I think you're so, right. because yeah. Machio only had one and two. Good stuff. Hilary Swank, you do more. And yo, like, welcome the, back, Hilary Swank. You're worried. Like, Looking good, I, too. Come on. Let's go. Honestly, like seeing her and seeing like Elizabeth Moss like do these horror movies for Blumhouse... Dude, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, yo, Blumhouse, you, you, you're onto something here. Let's do it. Let's get it. What are, you, what are we doing over here? <laughs> yeah, this fucking like, virus put a stop to something good. 
Yeah, because, like, Blumhouse is tapping into these, like, I mean, even Fantasy Island brought back Maggie Q, right? Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like, from where? I was like, oh. And she hasn't aged a bit, I swear. She's, like, fucking um, Bathory over here. She's bathing in baby's blood all the time. Because she looks exactly the same, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, dude. Yeah, like, Blumhouse, you're on to something. Once once you can go back to producing shit, like, let's get some more of these, these women we haven't seen in a while. And these, you know, because it's like, remember when we saw um, Stranger Things for the first time and you get Winona Ryder? Yeah, you got the Winona Ryder shit going on where you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, Winona, I forgot you were actually decent at your job. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you get paid a lot of money for this. I'm glad yeah. you could actually pull something off, you know, and not yeah. steal lipstick. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Oh. <laughs> oh, poor Winona. Dude, I hate that that kind of ruined her career for a while. Well, what the fuck are you doing stealing shit? Hey, man, sometimes you need to feel it. You need to feel the, you no. need to feel the life. Go you do some to- cocaine, all right? <laughs> you're, you're in Hollywood now, okay? You know, this is petty Where's shit, you? all right? You got to go like, for the hard shit. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, uh, who else is a Vera Farmiga? Like, Blumhouse was on Vera Famiga before anybody else was. Good. So. Yeah, I, I'm glad she did something because, you know, she wasn't doing much until she became Lauren Warren, honestly. Yeah, that everyone started to see, like, oh, Vera Famiga can do shit. We were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because all you remember her for it is a shit like in Departed, right? And then, you know, see Ready or Not uh, last year and shit like that. It just made me want, like, these these women action horror movies. Like, it's it's kind of like... we. Yeah, it's scratching that itch that, like, I'm like, man, we really don't get these. I mean, because, uh, you know, what what's the alternative? Like, slashers, I guess? We I, saw, mean, like- I mean, honestly, like, you don't, you know, you need a female lead for a horror movie, man. Yeah. Like, I spoke about this before. You don't need, like, it doesn't work that well with a dude. It really doesn't. Like, it's uh, like, who gives a shit about this guy? All right. I yeah. care more about the, you know, this, you know, this woman over here who in society is deemed as, you know, more frail, more fragile than the guy, you know? So yeah. they always kind of use those stereotypes and, th- and that kind of like uh, typecast shit um, to the benefit of the horror movie because, because the audience off the bat, like, sees a woman home alone as uh, as completely different than a man home alone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that alone, that example alone kind of sets the tone for how women are seen in society, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, a woman home alone is different from a man home alone. And off the bat, like, that is used in horror. And it, it works to the advantage of the story most of the time because it it gives you something to root for, you know? Yeah. Because honestly, I don't want to root for some fucking dude. Who cares, dude? Yeah. You and know? Then, like, and then as we, yeah. Yeah, as we start seeing the, the shift to horror action, like we've talked about over the last like 10 years and head into 2020, or like we, we should see more women taking the lead in this kind of movie. You know, because it's like reflect the reflect the changes in the genre. Well, um, hopefully, ho- hopefully, I think we're at a turn that we we are getting um, some talented actresses in in the genre field, like uh, with um, you know Lupita with us. You know, yeah, you're right. Um, Octavia Spencer, uh, Octavia Sp- Spencer in Ma, and then we had Tony Collette in Hereditary, Florence Pugh in um, in Midsummer. We had um, um, what was the name of this actress in? Uh, and Doctor Sleep with the hat. Oh, 
Oh, uh, the uh, the one from uh, the one from Mission Impossible. Yeah. we were uh, just talking about. Oh, Rebecca Hall, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we had her. Uh, she was really good there. Um, we had that also that little girl from The Conjuring Three. You remember yes. who was really good? Uh, she's in Ghostbusters. Um, the new one coming out. Um, so we have like it's just the genre. Like that's where I think they kind of blossom. These actresses are in this genre category that if if you can do something special with the role you're given, like it, it can be a simple little role, but it's usually up to the actress to kind of portray the emotions and convey everything that you need to have in that in that movie, in that sequence, that in that moment in time, of yeah. that script. You know, this is why like. You know, um, Elizabeth Moss, which goes back to our first conversation um, of the cast tonight, um, that she's so good in Invisible Man. And she is that movie because a lot of the movie is just her reacting to this negative space and just legit acting to a camera. You know, Uh, she doesn't have anything to play off of. And it shows um, it showcases just the talent this woman has. Like, for instance, in that scene in the in the. In the restaurant where her sister's throat gets slit, like just mm-hmm. the, the look, the jaw dropping look on her face, it was just absolute perfection. It reminded me of Tony Collette's face when she saw her husband burn up in Hereditary. You know, yeah, just yeah. that face of just like, oh my god, just utter shock. Um, and then it was great that Tony Collette like snapped into that like other possessed role. Like right after that, you know? Yes. Yeah, that was fucking great. Um, so yeah, so we are seeing an influx of women in the in the horror genre. And I um I, I hope that Blumhouse now, because they have the ability to kind of crank them out more, they're able to showcase some more younger talent, some more like um like uh no branded talent, you know what I mean? Some actresses on the come up, you know. Um, and like I said, like I, nobody wants to see a dude. I don't give a shit about a dude in a horror movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like if you go back, dude. Even you know, in Friday the Thirteenth, it's the mom. You know, with the other uh, chick who uh, actually lives at the end. Yes, you yes, know? you're right. In Halloween, yeah. it's Laurie Strode. You know, in fucking in in Friday um, in in Nightmare on Elm Street, it's fucking what's her face. You know. Like oh yeah yeah, yeah you're right and, and she's even brought back a new nightmare you know what I mean in yeah. um in Hellraiser it's the the niece of um of the uncle who was brought back right in part yeah. one and two um you could just go down the line and Chucky right um you actually get a little kid for that for the first time but then her mom um the kid's mom is also involved like pretty deeply into the story so you follow the mom. But the kid, because the kid's a fucking idiot. Just throughout history, in all, in a, a bunch of the horror movies, you get the ma- uh, fucking uh, Sigourney Weaver, you know, in, yep. in Alien, yeah. you know, that's the OG right there. Ellen Ripley, dude. Like, you have this strong presence in these movies that, like, it just makes you want to attach yourself more to the character knowing that society in general and the environment in general in even in movies as in real life kind of portrays that same thing that women are um are weaker and then they always have to overcome that stereotype that typecast that kind of you root for them more automatically just 
kind of like deep inside you're like you know what yeah you know show them that you're the fucking man you know what i mean like that you're the shit you know what i mean and when they overcome that shit and they and they shove it in everyone's face in the movie whether it's the 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 dad who who didn't believe them or the cop who didn't believe them or the boyfriend or just the other like a male antagonist um whether it's the slasher itself when they kind of overcome that you're like yeah you know um, in Ready or Not, for instance, you know, yeah, we had weaving. we have Samara yeah. Weaving just kind of go through this intense like gauntlet of just crazy rich people to try and just survive. So it's it's part of horror, man, and it, that's where honestly you get a lot of good acting, man. You get a lot of good performances, um, a lot of underrated performances, and again with Blumhouse, like I said, they are able to crank out these small little cheaper movies. Um, just keep doing it, man. Like, fuck it. You know, just, just give us the content. We'll fucking take it. Yeah. I mean, we'll take it here, especially. I mean, now, you know, now with the quarantine. And now more than ever, <laughs> we need content, you know? Yeah. Uh, and like, like I would say too, just keep giving actresses work, man. Just keep doing it. Like you know, I want, like I want to see them in more shit, more than more so the dudes. I, you know what though, like I'm on that. I've been on that boat. I know more actresses by name as I said tonight than I do guys, honestly. Yeah, you know, like it just kind of shows you, you know, Hollywood. What are you doing over there? You know, like yeah. you have a lot of talent there in the and that uh, with the ladies. Um, and, uh, I'm glad now they're just getting their due, unfortunately, you know, it took them a fucking while because it Hollywood took a, just, it took a while. Yeah. Hollywood's just Hollywood, you know, but yeah, man, with that said, uh, this is a good talk, man. A good conversation. Go watch the hunt. Um, it, yeah, it's 20 bucks, but listen, it's cheaper than a fucking movie ticket. All right. Yeah. And, and you have your own private snacks at home and you can, <laughs> and you can pause it and you have it for 48 hours. Yeah. All right. So you can see it several times. You can pause it. You can go to the bathroom. You can do what you got to do, you know, in the comfort of your own home. Um, you honestly, it's it's nothing better than that, honestly. I, I've been dying for them to fucking do this. And it shows how easy they fucking did it. Dude, yeah. in the span of less than a week, they mentioned it, I think, at the end of one week, right? And then all of yeah. a sudden, like... Unless on that Thursday night of the following week, you had the, you know, the early shit on the VOD. And you're like, that's it? It just took a fucking epidemic for you to put, you know, these movies on fucking video on demand? I mean, like, the blockbuster shit can stay in the theater. That's what theaters are for. No, obviously that's fine. But I still think that... uh, you know, given the option, people will will buy the shit out of movies at home too. Oh yeah, you know? and I'm pretty sure with like it's like the I don't know how any of that distribution deals work, but like you, you're probably like the studios are probably getting a bigger percentage off of that shit than like the theaters. Dude, the, the theaters, uh, yeah, uh, I because they pretty much just pay the middleman, which yeah. is like the you know the cable company or. Or the streaming company, and then they get you know the, the fucking rest of the profit. And the theaters, it, like it's a little bit more different. Like the theater has to pay for the uh, the, the actual reels, 
and then pretty much the only money they really earn in pocket is concessions. It's a it's a brutal life being a fucking theater owner, dude. Um, but that's the life, though. That is a dream life. I, I've always I, wanted a movie theater, so yeah, um, I, I think would, I think I'll get myself into some debt when I'm older, right? Yeah, like you, you and I would open like a horror theater for sure, dude. I'll tell you, man. The idea with the theaters and the arcades, bro. Yeah, would, with the video game be, shop in the beginning, it'd be done deal. Course we video, bro. It'd be done deal. Uh, uh, patent pending. All right, this is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, you know what? We'd call it the morgue. Oh man, fucking... dude, that'd be great. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, a great conversation. And once again, check us out uh, on all the social feeds. We're pretty fucking active lately on you know on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, of course. Um, check us out. Go to the website for the older archive uh, reviews. Um, and uh, thank you, Glenn Murawski, again for our awesome intro song. Highly appreciate it, um, folks. It's a scary world out there, okay? And we're here to walk you through it. But you also have to do your part. Stay home. Flatten the fucking curve. Let's not get sick anymore. This sucks. And uh, wash your fucking hands. It's that simple as that, man. Wash your hands. Sanitize them. Stop touching shit. And we'll see you on the flip side, folks. <laughs>